just so so you know, there was uh, someone outside actually using a jackhammer. <laughs> so that may uh, yeah, make Bill Goldberg's right outside. Yep. <laughs> uh, you, you ready for for Joe's? Yeah. Stardust Crusaders. Go go. This is our adventure. Nice. It's a good one. Thanks. Um. Okay. Let me get my nickname. Hello and welcome to Yadi Yadi Boys, the official JoJo's Bizarre Adventure podcast of the manga, of the anime, of the Hirohiko Araki. I'm your host, Eddie Colazzo, also known as Kid Thunder. And with me as always is Brooks Oglesby. Hi, I'm Brooks Oglesby, aka The Tonight Show with Jimmy Failson. And stands are back. <laughs> How long have you had that one up your sleeves? I came up with it five minutes ago. <laughs> It's good. Stands are, stands are back for the first time ever. Stands are back. Uh, what'd, uh, what'd, you, what'd you think of these episodes? A lot happened. A lot happened. Like, kind of, not really that much happened, but also very a lot happened. Like, chronologically, not a lot happened, but in terms of expanding what our heroes and villains can do, a lot happened. Yes. Mm. Now you finally know what a stand is. You did it. Yeah. Not really. No, still no, still a little. <laughs> I, like I know what it looks like. Okay, we'll, I don't really have the physics down yet. Okay, but... we'll get we'll get into the nitty gritty when we when we get to that part. Yeah. Um, I hope everyone enjoys our new intro and outro themes that are good that I finished creating already for real. Yeah, I can't wait to. I, the, already the know first, what it is. I the first one is like we're several levels removed because it's a like midi version of the kill switch engage cover of holy diver <laughs> and i haven't like decided on the outro yet i still got a, a couple things oh because okay because when they're in the canary islands they like dive down to get dio I guess. yeah of course uh, and there's a hole in the coffin maybe I'll, maybe i'll just leave the outro off for this episode because one i don't know what it is yet and two we didn't hear the song yet so you don't know what it is Right. So, I'll, uh... uh... Did, um... Yeah, the, the, the intro song was for... They had it on the second episode, right? They did. Okay. What's what's your gut reaction to that one? My gut reaction is, what the fuck is this pop-punk bullshit? There is eventually a song that actually is just a pop-punk song, pretty much. Nice. Uh, this, act, this had at least, like, six solos and, like, a cool double bass. Uh-huh. Um, and I think the guy yells Star Platinum at one point, which is pretty good. That's pretty good. It, pretty it got good. better and better as it went along. The first 20 seconds, I didn't like. And it shows all the judges. You didn't like that part? I don't, I'm, I don't. I didn't really want to look at it too closely because it was the characters that I haven't met yet oh, later yeah. on. I just like. like, like I know there's, like, there's five friends who kind of walk together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just like how when it first starts, it shows the like lineage of the JoJo's, and it shows young Joseph, even though like old Joseph is a character. <laughs> or that yeah. <laughs> Oh, that was that was good to me. Yeah, I can't wait until there's a ska JoJo. <laughs> um, how's this one start? Uh, well, it's 1987 in Japan, and it's well, actually, not really. Only for a second, because the we're, camera's upside down for a second, and then we're in the Canary Islands. We're in the Canary Islands with a boat with a sailor with 900,000 muscles on his body. You, you got, you know, it's a tough job. And then they they pull out a long uh, human sized chest with the word D I O D O on it. With the word coffin on the side, and they're like, this is a big treasure chest. And they, like, hack off a barnacle, and then it reveals Dio, and they read Dio, and they say, what does that mean? And then the other guy's like, I don't know, but I want the treasure now. Let's hurry up and finish it while there's still sunlight so we can see what's inside of it. Uh-huh. And then, and then the narrator tells us, like, the next day, everyone disappeared, <laughs> and no one cared about it. There was no sign of a struggle or anything, but everybody died and nobody even finished their coffee. Yeah, the coffee was half full and they were still warm when they found them. And the men were gone and also the Dio box was empty. That was insulated for a man to live inside for a hundred years. Sometimes you just need to be in Jonathan Joestar's body so that you can survive for a hundred years. Mm-hmm. At the bottom of the ocean in a box. Um, do you so, remember uh, an offhand comment you might have made in like episode two about Dio walking into Jonathan? <laughs> Because in the spoilers channel, we've been freaking out about this since it happened. <laughs> I'm so good at anime. You're, so, you're very good at it. We went to space, and now Dio Warg Jonathan. Hell yeah, the secret is real. <laughs> uh, I got really excited because the narrator was like, the box was thought to have contained treasure, and it did, because Dio was in there. Yeah, he's a treasure. He's our treasure. 
Um, so 1987, and we're in jail. It's good, right? Japanese. We meet our yeah boat jail. Um, and then uh, these two cops are talking to this lady who's 45 years old. Uh, you know she looks great. She looks great for age. Uh, that this guy Jotaro, he got in a fight. Who's Let's not forget, he's 17 he's, years old. He's 17 years old, and he's 6 foot 9 and 250 pounds, and he has more muscles than God. And He's a fucking mastodon. <laughs> he is. The, um, we have to do, like, the Vince McMahon gif of Jotaro just doing cool moves. Yeah, his um, dad's Japanese and a jazz musician, which is good. So you know he's fucking shredded. Uh-huh. Uh, and this cop says that Jotaro got in a fight with, like, 100 guys, and he broke 15 bones and crushed all of their balls. Yeah, they said balls, which is, I thought was funny. They balls. Um, and this is a great jail. Can we just talk about that, how great this how jail is? How is he getting all this fun shit? This jail is located <laughs> next to, like, a sharper image. And <laughs> his stand can face through walls and just steal cool... Yeah, like, in a fucking GameStop. Yeah. Um, but the, the fucking... These, these are the only two good cops. Yeah. Because the uh, Holly, JoJo's mom... Holly, right? Yeah. Uh, she's like, he's being released already, and the cops are like, "Well, we can't keep him forever." <laughs> what a cool like. Well, what, are I we mean, supposed to keep him here in jail? I mean, I mean, this is a jail. Like, what do you uh, what do you want us to do here? It's not a hotel. Like, I'm, like I'm not gonna let people sleep in my jail. Yeah, and then uh, Holly, she's like, "Oh, what? I have to go see him," and she's running down like. The jail hallway and remembering all the fond moments of the fun childhood, Jotaro, like playing soccer and like winning awards and like graduating, and respecting women, respecting women, and then she sees him and she's like, "Oh, my boy, Jotaro," and he's like, "What do you want, you bitch?" Because he's yeah, good. and it also says "bam." Yeah, so two things start at the season. They stop uh, translating the intro songs. Like, there's no... Yeah, maybe that's no why it's that. going to take me some But time. they do translate the, like, ominous text. Right. It usually just says, like, bam, or mysterious, or ominous, or, or something or like that. Or ramen. Or ramen, yeah. <laughs> so we get that now. So yeah, the first thing Jotaro ever says in the show is, shut the hell up, you're so damn annoying, you bitch, to his own mother. <laughs> to his own mother, and she this says, guy makes This guy makes Joseph look like a gentleman. This is everyone's favorite, Jojo. And then is it really? Says, I, I, on... It depends. <laughs> I feel like uh, when you, if you just pull like regular anime watching people, he's probably up there in like the top two. Okay. I mean, he gets better, but I imagine. Well, right now he's possessed by an evil spirit. He's, he's going through some tough stuff. He's, and uh, the I think I I noted at this point there's like the very subtle there's a, a song that plays. I you might have heard in the second episode whenever Jotaro like kicks someone's ass. That song starts playing. Yeah, and there was like a sad piano version of it playing during this part, oh, okay. very faintly, as he's explaining his evil spirit. I was so this episode is called what the man the with man, the evil spirit, the man possessed by an evil spirit. So at this point, like he was mean to his mom, so I was like, oh, this guy's probably just possessed by an evil spirit, and then, then immediately <laughs> Jotaro says, I'm possessed by an evil spirit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he's like, this. Oh, uh, what does he do? He's like, it does things for me, cool things that I don't want it to do, and he gets like a Carlsberg beer and shotguns it. Yeah. And then he, Which is he, pretty cool, I gotta admit. So he does that, and then he, he like shotguns a beer, and all the other guys in the cell are like scared of him, because it looks like it's floating or something. And then a yeah, show, they want to change cells. A, a copy of Shonen Jump floats through the air and lands in his hands, and the cops are like, what's this guy doing? He's drinking <laughs> beer and reading Shonen Jump. He's so cool. It's, it's good, he's so cool. I um, also, I didn't understand stands at this point, so I was like, oh, the evil spirit is just Hamon energy that he doesn't understand yet. Yeah, of course. Um, so then what happens, then he, like, takes, he's like, oh, I'll show you the power of my evil spirit, and he, like, takes a cop's gun and tries to shoot himself in the head. Yeah, so Jotaro's purple ghost comes out through the bars, and then grabs and takes the officer's gun, and then tries to shoot himself in the temple, but then the purple ghost catches the bullet. Yeah. And then we get the first Standmaster page. Yeah, this- Which I like. It's it's good. Anytime a new one shows up, they give you, like, it'll say, like, Standmaster, and sometimes if the character's name hasn't been revealed yet, they're, like, a shadow, like, who's that Pokemon? Yeah. And it gives this, like, uh, 
that like rating chart thing, like the five points of what it's good at. Yeah, it's like they're they don't mean anything because it looks it, good though. But because it can be interpreted anyway, it's like power, technique, like uh, I forget, like what do they call it? Like its ability to grow, like to get better. I don't remember the word okay. they use for it. And then like speed and range or something like that. Like those are all the ranking stands have. Sure. And there's been like fan like official books released like rating everyone's stands and stuff. So what a good show. It's good. My favorite part of this show, which it does in both episodes, and I hope it does for the remainder of Stardust Crusaders, mm-hmm. at this point, there's the the thing on the screen that says, This story is fiction. Yes. The characters, groups, places, laws, and names used in this program have no connection to any existing in real life. Yeah. Weird. Because they're so only they were- after real things. So Hirohiko Araki was getting some heat at this point. Yeah, uh, though I because I watched this originally through some like fan subgroup, which has to use like the names they say. So I'm very excited to find out the like Crunchyroll names. Uh-huh. I know one that's extremely bad because a car- uh, like a villain at some point is just named Steely Dan. Okay, um, but I know that the Crunchyroll version is Dan of Steel. That's so good. It's extremely good. It's my favorite Zack Snyder movie. <laughs> Dan of Steel. Um, Can I also, since we're on the, since we're talking about this, mm-hmm. how cool is it that like a guy named David Production got to produce this show? <laughs> David Productions himself put all of his heart and soul into making JoJo real for all of us. Like he had to be a producer, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sir David Productions. Knighted by the queen. <laughs> uh, what? Uh, what happens? So next? then, then Joseph meets with Holly at the airport, and this is—I know, like last episode we saw Joseph, and it made sense, and we all understood it. Mm-hmm. And like, it, only at this point it crystallized that Joseph fucked. Joseph, like, first of all, this Joseph like looks different than that Joseph that we saw at the end. Like, he his beard is like a different color. And oh yeah. <laughs> And also, Joseph Joestar canonically fucked. Susie Q. It's so, so great. Yeah. Like, that mystery, th- there is none. It happened. It's canon. First JoJo to ever fuck. Yep. First and last JoJo. <laughs> no, uh, didn't Jonathan? I feel, like it, I feel like it was kind of an in vitro thing. Okay, yeah. I get it. What was the thing from the Bible? When she just jacked to... off. Into... Anyways. Yeah. Uh, so that happened, and uh, Holly's 45 years old. And he's like, she's like, oh, well, how did you get here so fast? What did you tell my mom, Susie Q? He's like, I had, I just told her that I had serious business with the Joestar Real Estate Agency. Nice. So I guess that's his job, is he's a real estate yeah. guy. Makes sense. She also tickles him and he hates it. <laughs> he, he does not like it. His, I, I, is this when his mechanical arm, like, crinkles up? Because I think so. that happens, so remember, thanks, Stroheim. Yeah, and then like the po- the police couldn't see the yeah. Thank you, Strahan. Mm-hmm. Uh, the police couldn't see the stand, but but Holly was like, "I've seen him." Uh, I've seen. <laughs> so Holly my, can my, see. Holly said her son has a nightman, and <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's, my stand it, king because, bedtime because like it. It was as subtle as this show gets because Joseph's like, wait a minute, you saw his evil spirit, but the police who were standing there did not see the evil spirit that your son Jotaro And the police don't have a tattoo on the birthmark on the the star that we haven't noticed yet. That we have, that that finally came up in the third third part of the series. I just, I have a question about just sort of the larger world. Mm -hmm. So does anybody know what Joseph did? I don't think so. In terms of like going to the Pisberlina and fighting God and I winning, I don't think so. Because yeah, like, I don't think I don't think that that does was. Does like Holly a thing. know? Um, I I think because at one point Holly does say like, oh, I knew his grandpa had some like weird like magic stuff he could do. So it's good he's coming. But so maybe she knows he's like a weird guy, but she doesn't know it's like exactly. Like a shitty magician. Yeah, my favorite Yu Gi Oh card. And I just. <laughs> Is so? Is he just wearing a red sort of like brooch around his neck? He probably has a similar one. It looked kind of like a bolo tie or something. I don't know. I think 
like as this goes on, Araki just gets wild with like what everyone's wearing. Like it's already okay, been cause... it's already been kind of ridiculous, but they would just wear like pants and like a bandana. Now everyone gets like strange accessories. Sneeze coming on. <laughs> Ooh, yep. Blesses. Thank you. Because I, I at first I was like, oh, the Seki Seki no Asia. That's amazing. <laughs> maybe but, it is. No, I, I think I it's actually, just a red. I actually thought the same thing. Like maybe it's like a piece of it or something because it's just a small circle. It's not like the same shape as the Seki Seki no Asia. Right. I just I also want to point out that JoJo does some really great improv table setting here that would have been great last season. What? Because as she's like comforting, as he's comforting her, he says, "There, there, my beloved daughter. Yes. I, Joseph <laughs> Joestar, am here to help you. I'm here in Japan at an airport. <laughs> and I love my Walkman. Like it was such a more complete scene. Uh, I I want to um for the style guide, the yada yada boy style guide. Uh, mm-hmm. If you, if you're okay with this, from now on, JoJo is the main character of that season. So right. going so, forward... So Jojo jo- jo- is Jotaro. Jotaro now. Joseph is Joseph. Or, right. Or old Joseph or whatever. Okay, yeah. So that's that's where... That's the style guide. We got that. Mm-hmm. First bullet point. Only one Jojo at a time. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they go to the jail. Oh, and then I, we've, I forget to mention that fucking Joseph snaps his fingers and like a strange man walks from off camera with him. He's wearing like yeah. a robe. And he, just, he comes out and he says fire and blood. Yeah, he says fire and blood. Um, so then they're back in the jail immediately, and Jotaro has a fucking, like, helicopter drone and, like, an LCD fun, TV. like, RC car. RC car, <laughs> yeah. And he's listening to, like, a sumo match on the radio or something. Um, and then what happens? He, he immediately starts assaulting policemen. Joseph. Yeah, Joseph comes in and beats up some policemen, which is cool. Direct action. And then, then Jotaro's like, nice finger, sure it would be a shame if I took it, and then he takes his finger. Yeah, he take he somehow Joseph didn't realize that Jotaro stole his mechanic he says, Ah, my mechanical finger. <laughs> and then, like, when he, he wasn't, wasn't looking, there. Jotaro was was putting strings all over the room and then attached one to the finger and then pulled yeah. everything. He shouldn't have known this trick. This is very simple. Um So anyways, Avdol is here. Avdol, uh which I think is supposed to be a reference to Paula Abdul. Okay. Close close enough. Yeah. Yeah, Abdul, yeah, for sure. So yeah, it's Joseph's Egyptian friend that he Joseph's, met three years Joseph's ago. Egyptian friend that he met three years ago, Mohammed Abdul, and he's a fortune teller. I forget if they mentioned that in this episode. But that's his his vocation. Right. Um and is this when uh he, Joseph explains stands? Yeah, because Avdol's evil spirit of his own emerges emerges. Okay, so Avdol's evil spirit is a buff body with a chicken head. It's Halucha's fucking piss. It's Halucha. Halucha's pissed, and it's called Magician's Red. I like it! So, also another segment I want to start is is rating, not necessarily the stand overall, but just the name. Uh, Magician's Red is an extremely good... It's my favorite name. one so far, without a doubt. <laughs> of all one of them? There's the Green Man or whatever later. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't the, like that. I don't like I don't, that name. I don't think they named Joseph's yet. I mean, yeah, I was I, wondering. They didn't name Joseph's or Jotaro's. Jotaro's is extremely fucking good. Good. It's, it's probably like one of the best names. Um, so you, do you name your own stand? Yeah, eventually. But be, but uh, you'll see in the next episode. Like everyone Jotaro's else, names... is probably like the 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 bitch puncher. Yeah, <laughs> green. I, and the thing uh, in this part, everyone's stands are named after like tarot cards. So it's, okay. us- it's usually like whatever, like sun, some like something, and then like a description or something. Nice. Starting in the second half of Stardust Crusaders, <clears throat> they're all like music related. Okay. So I don't. I think at first, uh, Araki was like, "I think I'll use the tarot," and then he realized there were only like twenty four of them or something. He's like, "Ah, oh, shit! <laughs> I gotta branch out." And then he was like, "I haven't referenced Steely Dan yet." Yes, yeah, Steely Dan is the stand user. So he's kind of mm. he's kind he stuck his foot in, but he wasn't fully. Remember oh, yeah. when um, Bran warged into Steely Dan and um, Steely Dan started saying his own name and said, said Steely Dan, Steely Dan, stand, 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 and that's what they called stands. I, oh, Kim showed me a funny Game of Thrones meme the other day of the same thing of Hodor doing that, but then it was Jon Snow saying bend the knee and it morphed into bend Danny, like to fuck. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, rearrange your guts. Yeah, it's it's good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, so yeah, Magician's Red comes out and he does Red Bind. And, uh, <clears throat> he ties Joseph up with fire? 
Yeah, it's kind of like just like no, you tie, yeah, your average red vine. He ties Dotara up with fire, sorry. Yes. And I like how he get the view of the like cops vision of they can't see the uh-huh. stands. And <laughs> just, just like they're like, Why is he floating, boss? Yeah. It's it's getting real hot in here. Look at the Celsius climb. <laughs> just start, you know, that jail thermometer that's always out. <laughs> yeah, so uh Avdol Stand Magician Dread uses like fire as its ability. And he's like he's heating up Jotaro, and Jotaro's like, You fool, I wanted you to hit me with with No. He's like, I'll take this steel pipe and I'll smash you in the head with it. And Avdol's like, You fool, I wanted you to do that because you left your cage, so I win. Yeah. Also, Jotaro's spirit is very clear. Uh huh. That, that um, and Joseph says like, "Oh, because it's manifesting so clearly, that means it's like he has power over it." This never comes up again. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Because I was you getting know, confused. You know something that's been bothering me? Remember what? Big plot hole here. I'm writing to Araki as we speak. Remember mm-hmm. when the Pillarmen were first introduced? Wham did something strange. When he like tied all the Nazis together, he, t- no, he tied with, like, a, their I'm, hands. I'm speaking specifically of when cars stepped in his shadow and Wham like reflex, like his reflex, like kicked them. What the f- yeah? Hey, <laughs> that never comes up again. Like that never. <laughs> what the fuck? I thought it was yeah. like, in the final fight or like a way to defeat him or something. It just never yeah. comes up. Again. Yeah. It's okay. Maybe you know they've woken cars from a pillar before. Maybe he'll come back. Part eight. He's back. Yeah. Well. Part eight exists. Part nine. Part nine. He's back. Part nine. Um. So yeah, they, <laughs> this was all like a ploy to get Jotaro out of the cell, so they've won like an intellectual victory over him or something. Yeah. And um, he's like, I could have killed you with a pipe, and I don't really remember what happens until they well, go to the cafe. Then Jotaro says, "You're going to die," and immediately breaks the toilet, which we can all relate to. Yeah. He, oh, he breaks the toilet, and water goes everywhere to like put out the flames. So he's also smart, is the thing. Right. And then, um, yeah. Then basically, uh, Avdol turns away, and he's like, "I got you out of the cell." And then they're just like at a cute cafe. That's mm-hmm. pretty much it. Um. So my next thing here is it says Joseph better tell him he's wrong. I don't remember what Jotaro was wrong about. Oh, but isn't he like Dio? Why should I give a fuck about this guy? Well, first like, Holly hugs her son, her 17-year-old child's son. Yeah. And then Jotaro says, you're so annoying, you bitch, in front oh, yeah. of her dad and also company. Just company, like, yes. like in front of her, uh, his grandfather, and the stranger at a like fancy cafe. <laughs> Through a fucking megaphone. Yeah. And he's like, hey, stop it. Anyway, let me show you my cool trick. Yeah. The, also, they, they okay. So they're trying to locate Dio and stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure Joseph says that the coffin was found four years ago. Yeah. So Dio's just kind of been chilling. He's yeah. Okay. Yeah, he has. He's been he's been laying low this whole time. Um, okay. So then uh, he reveals J- Joseph uh, reveals his stand, which is like purple purple vines that allow him to break cameras. Yeah. And it, uh, he's like, anytime I want to use this ability, I use a, I have to destroy a three hundred thousand yen camera. But it's cool because it gets me pictures of Dio. Yeah, so he, like, he smashes the camera, and a picture of Dio comes out. And he can take spirit photos of visions he's captured from far off places, and also Dio can feel it. Yeah, which is good. Yeah, and I, but I mean, it's only two hundred and sixty dollars, two hundred sixty-seven dollars USD. So like, well, this was. And I'm 19, sure he's got 19, real estate money. Nineteen eighty-seven money. So. Ooh, ooh, that's like that's like six hundred dollars today. Gotcha. Probably. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure Speedwagon left him a a lofty inheritance. Yeah. So in the middle of this cafe, jo- Joseph just starts screaming about how Dio stole uh, their great great grandfather Jonathan Joestar's body, and he's this dude it. loves to scream in public. He loves to scream specifically about Dio, <laughs> who he's never met. Who he's never met. No one in this room has ever met Dio, but they just can't stop screaming about him. Uh, yeah, because yeah, he killed Joseph's grandfather, who Joseph also never met. Uh, so then uh, it's revealed that he, <laughs> Joseph is like, hey, have any of you ever looked weirdly at the back of your neck? And then they all reveal their necks and they have like a star birthmark. And he's like, everyone in the Joestar family line has this birthmark. And so does Dio. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. And it shows Dio and he's like, Reed. and he has the the birthmark. And Dio is a thing. Jonathan's body. And the, do we see him like laying in bed or something? Or is that the next? Episode? Yeah, he's sitting in bed and he feels somebody's watching him, and he just ate a lady, and he has Super Saiyan hair, sort of. So hey, guess what? What? Dio's, Dio's back. Dio's back. Dio's back, baby. 
Wait, you I'm miss so him? happy. Yeah, I, I mostly miss Dio's voice, like most of all. Right. Like the the Pillar Men were pretty good, but they didn't have the Dio voice. They did have the cool theme, but can I? I did my first improv show in a couple months mm-hmm. this week, and. So as I was driving, um, I was listening to Bloody Stream on loop the entire way. Uh-huh. And um, I had a good show, and I think that was part of it. And then, like, in celebration, I just listened to the Pillarman theme the entire way home. It's so good. Like, I looked at my speedometer, and I was going 250 <laughs> miles an hour. It was amazing. <laughs> they gave you the strength. Yeah. All right, so you want to... That's the first episode, Star Wars Crusaders. Was... Star Wars Crusaders. It was good. Only... How many 47 were to go? Um, Sounds like a lot. We're going to spend the next half a year talking about Star Wars Crusaders. Great. And is um, the, there's another thing that's like Egypt Adventures or something? Is that still, the same? It's, it's the same story. It's just separated into two seasons. Okay. Um, so let's let's check in with the Speedwagon Foundation. Let's. Who do we... Okay, yeah. Patreon.com. Slash Post Game of Thrones. That's how it works. You can give us money. And we like it. I mean, I, we don't, well, I mean, we don't like it. Like, in theory, but we like it because we need it to exist. Yeah, we like we like a, the abolition of, of money in class. And I was, like oh my god, me and Kim were watching Cash Cab earlier, as you do, and this guy right. gets picked up, and the host, Ben Berman, he's like, so, yep. <laughs> he's like, so, this communist leader in his youth played on a baseball team, and the baseball t- team's name, which was a Spanish name, translated into the bearded men. Who is he? <laughs> And the guy says, I think it's Stalin. <laughs> so that, that was good to me. Oh, I uh, bet Bo Burnham did that funny thing where he looks at the camera like, like this like jackass. Me? Yeah. That <laughs> was the cash camp, Bo Burnham. Uh, Do you ever think that, like, huh? Ben Bailey could be Howie Mandel's son? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't usually think about that. But now, I typically think about it. But now that I am, I yeah, I see it. Thanks. Definitely see it. Thanks. Oh, and he's the guy, he's the Dirty Jobs guy's brother. Mm, yeah. Um, Mike Graham. Yeah. Okay, patreon.com. For five, five, $5 a month, you get a special, special shout-out in episodes. $10 a month, you get your name changed in the chat. And you get to do a cool thing on our monthly stream. Next month is the last uh, PGOT Championship Wrestling stream. So if mm-hmm. you want a representative in that for the last time we do it for a while, for $10, you can uh, have your virtual wrestler created. Your stand, if you will. Come into our cast cab, our Ooh. podcast cab, where you sit with us and you give us money. Uh, there was an update. Oh, hey, Kim's home. Welcome. Hey, Kim. <laughs> Welcome to your room. <laughs> Kim brought me bubble tea. I'm a good person. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Um, confirmed. Confirmed. They they just had a huge update, so they added like two new arenas. Um, so I'm really mm. excited to mess that. But and they added Kota Ibushi's Phoenix Plex, which is my finisher now. So two new arenas. That. That's gonna really confuse Jonathan. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Um. So yeah, this week's special. Who's the special user of the week, Kim? No. Don't I don't. <laughs> it's 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 uh Lauren. Run the gems. Thank Lauren, you. happy birthday! Yes, happy birthday, Lauren! Happy birthday! Here's here's your surprise that you knew was gonna happen. <laughs> happy birthday! Happy, happy it's, sur- it's, it's your birthday present. It's your birthday present that you paid money for. You wrapped it yourself and you paid for it, and here it is. Enjoy. Thank you. Thank you for your kindness and your birthday. Thanks. Um, I just realized I'm I'm not. It's not gonna be good for people to munch for me to munch these bubbles on the. On the podcast that we do, so let me. Cool way to waste three dollars and twenty five. I'm gonna. I just have to drink it without inhaling the bubbles. Is it like fucking? I've never. Is it like fucking Dippin' Dots? No, they're like Like, um, they're like gummy like tapioca balls. Sounds bad. Which every word like of that gets like worse when you say it, but it's actually like tasty, right? Okay, Kim. It's so good. Brooks thought they were Dippin' Dots. Dippin' Dots. Oh my god, that would be pretty fun. You gotta be careful when you're drinking Dippin' Dots. You do. They they give you a big straw for this one. That's why they give you the tiny straw when you ordered the Dippin' Dots uh-huh. tea. Shaken, not stirred. <laughs> uh, next episode. Episode two, who will be the judge? 
Why did this episode had a previously on? And it was yeah, it was it was a couple minutes long, and it, it was, was just last episode. Mm. Mm. So okay, I'm very excited about the intro to this. It's just it just shows like three minutes of everything that happened, and then um, we hear uh, the theme right. Stand proud. Stand proud. Stand proud. Jotaro loves his friends, but he hates this town, and he loves pizza. Yeah. Um. So Jotaro is going to school like a regular seventeen year old does, and Holly. <laughs> Holly gives him a goodbye kiss, and he's like, oh, disgusting, you bitch. But, I mean, he says those terrible, horrible things. He's And also she loves it, but then... But he fought, he says the thing. He touches the rim of his hat, uh-huh. and it's good. And he says, yari yari daze. That's Which the is thing. Good, it says good grief, and it he's good, good again, grief. actually. It says good grief, and he said the catchphrase, that's our podcast, thank you. Thanks. Go, I gotta start the uh, yari yari counter, so we see how many times he says it throughout the series. So far, only once. Yeah, it's it's like it's good because because Daze rhymes with boys. Yep, it's good. Um, so, so this then... group this group of Molly Ringwalds from different dimensions uh-huh. um, surround JoJo and ask why he's been absent for four days, and he doesn't say anything, and he hates them all. In this episode, almost passes the Bechdel test right here. They well, don't have names. But they, they do names, start they to talk to insult, each other. They yeah, they talk to each other by insulting. Like one of them says, "Like you have no boobs," and the other one says, "Like your hair is dumb." So passes. And they say it fifty times to each other. And yeah, then uh, Jotaro like yells. He's like, "Shut up! I hate annoying women because he's good." Yeah. Right. And then and they're also, like, "Oh, he talked to me." No, he talked to me. They're yeah. Yeah, and then ugly, no boobs. Ugly, no boobs. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen that picture of Shaq and his girlfriend? <laughs> Where he's, like, 90 feet tall and she's, like, a Lego-sized Yeah, person. and the, all the discourse about it is just, like, you know? Yeah. Um, he, he's way fucking bigger than anybody at, at this school. Yeah. Like, he shouldn't fit into the doors. Well, he's only slightly bigger than the mysterious man who's drawing a shitty MS Paint picture of him. <laughs> I I took I posted a screenshot. Of, I'm gonna make it. I have to look back and make it the episode art. I posted it in the uh, in the chat. Let me just go find this real quick. And the best part is it it does the thing where it says menacing. Yeah, like, like above it with the like dangerous text. I'm gonna post it here so we can look at it together again. He does this fucking Kirby and the Crystal Shards ass <laughs> painting of JoJo. It's so bad. It's in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. What are his hips doing? It's like his hips are down by his knees. <laughs> uh, my, I, as far as I can remember, uh, this this guy, this mysterious guy, he will later later reveal himself to be Noriaki Kakioin, and he never paints again, <laughs> as far as I know. I so. was so I was like, what a cool but a really specific like power. Uh-huh. Can't wait to see how this pays and off. It like doesn't relate to his stance power at all. Like I don't know what happened here. Yeah, it doesn't. So, oh, there was one good goof. Uh, so, um, what happened? Yeah, he's, like, walking down the stairs, and then Kakioin, he's, like, drawing this painting of Jotaro, and he does, like, a cool red cut across the painting's legs, and then Jotaro gets a cut on his leg and falls down the stairs. He, his, his ACL gets completely torn, and, and he, he like, falls down a bunch of stairs. He, and he, he pulls both of his quads falling down the stairs, and then... <laughs> And you think, like, oh, this guy's power is, like, he, whatever he paints, like, comes to life or something. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> That's not it at all. Um, there was one goof that I actually laughed at where Jotaro's, like, down. And they're like, oh, like, he clearly magically swung from nothing on the branches. Like, he used his stand to grab onto the branch and, like, right. help break his fall. But they saw him just flying, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. And they go down. They're like, oh, the branches broke your fall. And then the way they're standing, it's like one after another keeps appearing from behind the other girl to say something. Right. And like, I, I thought it was funny and I laughed at it. It was good. So. Um, and also the red hair gentleman is mm-hmm. getting the Stannis treatment in terms of creepy music. Mm-hmm. Because this dude shows up and it's like, it's fucking like psycho bathroom scene. But yeah. also, his name is um, Noriaki Kakioin, I think, and Noriaki he's new Kakioin. in town. He's new. He's, he's new in town, and he's another regular seventeen-year-old boy. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, your knee seems to be ripped out of its socket and exploding blood everywhere. Use this hand. <laughs> use this handkerchief." <laughs> and then, and then fucking 
<laughs> fucking Jotaro's like, actually, it's fine. Actually, yeah, it's fine. It's like exploding blood everywhere. And he's like, no, I'm good. I'm just going to walk. He stands floor. up. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, And then we get a... Yeah. Hey, who do we go? We go over to our friend Dio, who's in like a dark Ree. room. Ree. Um... And he's just talking to himself as Dio does, and I miss. Listen, if you're going to be in like a house with only candles in the so, 1980s yeah, for so four he, years, so he's doing his soliloquy about like what he's been doing in this time, and he's like, "Oh, I have Jonathan's body, and like I'm still getting used to it, or whatever." Uh, but he does have the line which says, "At the time, I was weakened because I was only a head," <laughs> which like completely true, but still for sure, really dude. Funny. Yeah, like definitely, yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's really hard to punch. That's like the thing that I said last time, where you've, like you can't make fake anime edits out of JoJo because the regular text is just so yeah. stupid. But God, yeah. he canonically warged jo- fucking Jonathan. He, I love this the, show. He warged the man and took over his body, the darkest warg. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's just like I. Yeah, now I have uh, Jonathan's body, and he's like he shows was... his rippling abs in the mirror. He was he was weak because he was a head. So the head, so he was sort of the weak, and mm-hmm. um, it was so then he warged. So he was kind of the warg of the weak. He W E A K. Dio. Oh, a thing I also want to bring up uh, for some. To, to, I guess this is more like for fan use, but they also go with it in the show for some reason. Part one Dio is Dio Brando. From okay. now on, he's just Dio all caps. So yeah, I did notice it was all caps. That's like, I guess, the way to know like which one you're referring to, like Dio Brando, Phantom Blood. Dio from now on is just. Dio but it's all the caps. same. It's, it's the same, same consciousness. The same, yeah, it is. It's the same guy. It's just a different. But he's now he's in Jonathan's body. Yeah. And also, Dio has. Oh, so that's so Dio has a stand because Jonathan had one. So that's the thing. Yeah, is it, I I don't remember if he says this says it now or later, but he's basically says something that's like Jonathan, like deep within him, had a stand that has awoken, and it yeah. also like that has awoken the stands of like the rest of the Joestar family. As yeah, well. but also there are other ways to get stands. Like uh, Abdul says, like I had it since I was a child or something. So like yeah, there's different ways. There's different. Did we ever explain what stands are? There's I don't purple ghosts. There, I think the way they say in the show is like it's a physical manifestation of like your spiritual energy or something, yeah. and the power of the stand usually reflects something about the user. So it's like what you desire, like what you want to do. Yeah. So like for Jotaro, like if you're like if you desire being large and purple and punching hard, then like mm-hmm. that's your stand. Yeah, it's good. I kind I kind of want to tell you the name of the stand, but also you just find out in the next episode, but. I mean, kind of, it's just your call. Um, his stand, I'm going to tell you his name of the stand, and it's good. It's fucking Star Platinum. That's so good! Which is an extremely good name. That's <laughs> pretty good. It's the best name. Not not my favorite stand, but probably the best name. Yeah, I don't know that I like the It so much, but uh-huh. Star Platinum's pretty good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh... We go Joseph's to, in a small room in Japan, Joseph's and he hates it. He hates it, and, and uh, Avdol, he's like, ah, yes, I'm very cultured, and I'm making my, like, homemade matcha tea. And Joseph's like, there's only one thing I drink, and it's instant coffee, because I'm American. Yeah. And he's like, this Japanese coffee is terrible. And Avdol says, that's American coffee, and then it's a joke. Also, I'm, <laughs> this wasn't, was this part of young Joseph's... Uh, coming soon to ABC, Young Joseph. Was mm-hmm. this Young Joseph's, like, characterization that he hated Japanese? Like, because it wasn't until Holly married a Japanese guy? Yeah, I think that's why he doesn't like Japan, is because his daughter married a Japanese guy and moved to Japan. Right, okay. We Because uh, at the start of last episode, the, the one of the cops, he's like, oh, your Japanese is good. And she's like, yeah, I lived here for 20 years. So right. So she, she moved there eventually. And so. that, so that guy was... Not a jo- yeah, it wasn't a Joe Star because Holly. No, he was just some guy. Yeah, because Holly. Yeah. Holly is a, a Joe Star who we can assume just like sucked and died within the last twenty years. Yeah, nice. Um, so yeah, then uh, we go to finally. I think Joe uh, Taro goes to the nurse's office where there's just yeah, like two, yeah. two delinquents. They're like, oh, my head hoids. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I got a tummy ache. I can't go back to pre-algebra, boss. So the nurse is like, okay, let me take your temperature so I'll know if you have a tummy ache. And then uh, she's like, oh, wow, Jotaro, you're bleeding everywhere. I need to cut your pants. 
uh-huh. so he's like he's like no i'll just take them off so she goes, he demands oh. to have he, to take he, them he off. demands to have to take off his pants and then he finally looks at the <laughs> he finally looks at the handkerchief that he was given like 20 minutes earlier and written on it says word for word jotaro kujo i will kill you today with my stand signed noriaki kakion <laughs> I like this guy. Yeah, he's he's good. Um, so then the nurse starts like freaking out. She's acting weird. She's like, "I have a pen, right?" It's just really. Oh no, she's like, uh, "When the delinquents, she she gets weird. She like her mouth gets all frothy and her eyes are like going crazy." And when the delinquents is like, "What are you doing with that pen?" She's like, "You think this is a pen? It's a thermometer." And then she sticks it in his eye. And there's a mechanical snake that's going into her, but only some people can see it. And mm-hmm. then. And this, okay, so the dude gets stabbed in the eye, and Jojo and the other delinquent is, are just kind of chilling yeah. for a little bit. Uh, just kind of like, huh. This is one of the times I'm happy that we're seeing, like, because all the Blu-ray releases of Jojo are, like, uncensored. So, oh. like, when it, he gets stabbed in the eye and just goes, like, all black around it, because it would be extremely bad to see for real. Yeah, I didn't want to see it. Yeah. Um, so, so that was one of the times I was, like, thankful for that. Because I hate eyeball stuff. Eyeball yeah, and, I don't, and I don't like it. is, like, bad to me. It's bad to me. Um, so this... I just I know I know it's cliche to talk about it at this point, but before we move on mm-hmm. from until we get into the fight zone, Jojo being in high school is ridiculous. It it really is. We couldn't like we couldn't even wear hats in my high school. Um, and the thing is, like, him being a high school student is like not relevant to the plot. This is great. This is I didn't even prepare this as like as a talking point, but this is Billy Madison. It this re- is just, he's in these tiny seats, and that's the joke. Yeah. Uh, like, there's no, like, it, there's no reason for him to be in high school. It just happens that, oh, he's 17, that's the age you are in high school. Like, he, he could have been 25 at this part, and it wouldn't have changed anything. Right. So, I don't know. So maybe, then the maybe other he, that... he had to be 17, so they could, because they're like, he can't be in jail, he's only a child. Yeah. He's a small boy. <laughs> Oh wow! He hey, he even drank beer, and he's he, only seventeen. I know, crazy. Wow, what a, what a delinquent! John, John is just fucking screaming in heaven right now. <laughs> his, his just his head is screaming. <laughs> in heaven. He's weak. He's only a head. Um, so this sucks really bad. And then we see Kakyoin like lounging in the window with a puppet. Uh, yeah, this puppet never appears again. <laughs> Great, good. Um. So yeah, we learned that, that uh, he's using his gross stand, Hierophant Green. How do we how do we feel about this name? I don't like looking at it. I don't like looking at it, and it's not the best name. It's so, not the best name, and I don't, I don't I don't know I don't really I don't I don't can't make heads or tails of it. I'm thinking of the other names. It's probably it might be it might be the worst tied for the worst name of the main okay. character stands. Um, but, yeah. I just I also want to note so. So, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Kakioin? Kakioin, yeah. That's, Kakioin? I, I might be saying it wrong, but that's how I... Like, I say Mario, so... Yeah, you sure do. Marioin, you know. Mar- marionette is... Mm-hmm. So, the stand is controlling the nurse, so attacking it will mean hurting the nurse. This is the exact same plot as the Suzy Q shit. It is. But, which hey, means it's been established. Like... Jotaro is gonna marry that nurse. He's gonna marry that nurse. Um... So yeah, his stand, like, allows him to, like, control people, um, but it does it in a gross way. Um, yeah. So, so then, like, Jotaro, like, first the nurse's titty pops out, and, like, come on. And then yeah. he grabs the nurse and, like, plants a big smooch on her, and Kakyoin's like, oh, what are you doing? And then we see Star Platinum, like, sucked out the the, the stand with its mouth, which is good to yeah. me. Yeah. Like, it's funny. See, Star Platinum doesn't only punch good. Mm. It also kisses extremely kisses. well. And I, I forget if it was established in the last episode, but it happens, like, Joseph mentions it. I mean, Jotaro mentions it here, because he's grabbing Hierophant Green's neck, and Kakyoin's neck is, like, getting smashed in. So it's like, whatever damage happens to the stand also happens to the user. Right. So that's established here, too. Is that something that carries on, or is that... Drop? Yeah, yeah, that's, like, from now on, like, that happens. Okay. Yeah. And this, like... Mm-hmm. This fucking millennial-ass JoJo, like... Mm-hmm. Doesn't he... Hasn't even thrown a fucking punch at this point. He hasn't. He's... So, like... So, when Star Platinum is exerting all this energy, does that make JoJo tired? Um, or is it just, like, I, a fucking Yu-Gi-Oh situation? No, I think it, it does. 
it's like if you're tired, like your stand isn't as strong or something. Because like. I know that earlier the strength of Star Platinum was tied to Jotaro's breathing. Mm-hmm. Because he but, got red by But also he gets he gets like his leg is cut and he gets hit with the emerald splash, but he's still like fine. So it's kind of the JoJo thing of you don't really know because like blood just explodes all the time, so you don't know how yeah. injured they really are. Sometimes you just have too much blood. So you just got a lot of blood, and it's weighing you down. So uh, I do like at at some point, uh, Kakyo and he's like. Oh, I'm controlling this nurse, and if you hurt her, like bad things will happen. So Jotaro says, "Don't make any weird moves," <laughs> which is like a funny thing to say. Yeah. Um, and he gets hit. He's like, "Oh, this isn't my only ability. I also have Emerald Splash," and he does. Emerald which isn't Splash. a great name again. And it hits uh, Jotaro, and it, his insides get turned to shreds along with the nurse. Mm-hmm. But then he later on he's like, "Actually, it didn't hurt me that bad." Uh, anyway, yeah. <laughs> but then so he gets hit with that and. Kakyoin's like, ah, I've won. And then Jotaro gives his, like, cool speech. It's very good. Do you have, like, the details of it? Oh, you better fucking believe it. Okay, okay, go. So we get the the theme song that plays when Jotaro kills someone good. And then... Yeah, so he he gets up even though his insides are... He has no organs anymore. Mm -hmm. He's like, I'm labeled a punk. I tend to overdo it. And some of my opponents are still in the hospital. One teacher was all talk, so I taught him a lesson, and he hasn't come back to school since. <laughs> Which is the fucking exact, like, it's the exact same shit as the, like, long-haired kid who's, like, yelling at his teacher about how to teach. Yeah, You gotta touch his freaking heart. <laughs> and then there's, like, sometimes I don't pay the bill at restaurants that serve me yeah, bad food, I but also leave. you're evil. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> this is, like, the fourth fucking time that Jotaro's, like, thrown a woman under the bus. Yeah. He's like, I'm mad at you because you use the weak for your own game, especially a woman. Yeah. He's like, even Oh, then- and then he actually do- he does say a cool thing. Yeah. Because he's, he's like, like, the law can't see your stand, therefore, and then he touches his hat. I will judge you, which is very good. Which is very good. And he's like, yeah, he's like, even though I do all those terrible things, like, you're even worse than me because you're pure evil. And then he, like, grabs... It's so it's so good. Like this is why people like Jotaro, because <laughs> he like grabs uh, Hierophant Green's neck and he's like wildly shaking it around. Yeah, and then he like like loads his fingers. They go like to make a fist, yeah. and then he punches it really fast. And he says he says ora ora ora. That's the thing he says when he punches someone fast, and it's good. Okay, yeah, that's the thing I've seen on Tumblr. Yeah, yeah, and he just destroys Hierophant Green's life, and then Kakyoin explodes into blood, and he's like, "You're pretty good." And then <laughs> he bursts into treats. He bursts into treats, and then we look after that. All that, like the school explodes, and we see all another, the windows get blown all out. All the windows it's get great. blown out. We see another class, and someone's like, "Was there just a gas explosion?" And then Jotaro <laughs> looks over at the nurse who's in like a pile of blood, and he's like, "Oh, she'll be good." She's uh, been in a pool of blood for several minutes and all of her organs are gone. Yeah, and then he says, she'll be fine when her wounds heal. Yeah, she'll be fine when her wounds heal. I gotta get out of here and I'm taking Kakyoin with me. Yeah. We're gonna send, we're sending your nurse to a nice nurse farm out of town where there's it's lots so of room for her to play. He, we see him like put Kakyoin over his shoulder and hop out a window, but it's like the first floor window. <laughs> so he's, And since he's already 20 feet tall, he's just on the ground immediately. Uh-huh. And he just carries him like dripping with blood all the way back to his house. Yeah, he'll be fine. Um, and then we're back in his house, and Holly's there, and she looks at a picture of Jotaro. And it, uh-huh. this is this is the only known picture of Jotaro where his hat is just a regular hat and not, like, assimilating into his head. Right. And I remember what she just go, oh, my kind boy must be thinking about me. And he shows up. And, and then like, he shows up and he says, nah. He says, what the fuck up? I wasn't thinking about you. Also, I have this dead guy. <laughs> I just kissed a zombie and killed a bunch of people. Yeah. Hey. So he's like, where's, where's Gramps? Where's Gigi? And he's like, oh, uh, he must be in, like, this room with Avdol. And he's like, having such a big house sucks. By the way, Mom, you yeah. look pale. Bye. <laughs> and she's like, oh, he really does care about me. It shows that, because if you remember, Joseph, he thinks that the, the house is too small. Mm-hmm. And Jojo's new Jojo thinks it's too big. So it's a different Jojo. Different Jojo. Different era. Also, fucking, Joseph would have had a way better comeback to when, like, Kakyoin is like, the winner is just, and the loser is evil. And then JoJo's like, in that case, you're the evil one. I think one. there's a running joke of Jotaro, like, looking and acting very cool, but whenever he has to say something cool, it's always bad. 
Yeah, like, it's, it's never not... that good. That's actually like a running joke is that he's not great good at like one liners or anything like that. Yeah, he he's never gonna like expect the next. He's never gonna predict the next he's, thing. That he'll ne- he'll never say. know your next line, but he will just like smash your face in very badly. Yeah, right. So we go uh, to the room where uh, Joseph and Abdul. He brings Kakyo in there, and Joseph's like, "This guy's gonna die tomorrow." <laughs> this guy fucking is dead. Yeah. Oh, but what's this? And they look at his forehead, and there's like a gross thing on it. There's a nasty brain starfish worm on his forehead that, like, Dio put there or they, something. They're like, oh, know. this is something Dio uses, and then the episode ends. And that's why he's been mean, and that's why he painted you. Yeah, that's why he painted your, your leg red, and then he cut it for real. The mystery is never solved. And, and the next, okay, so that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's the episode. And the next the next episode, like, there's, the brain starfish gets big and bad, angry, and, like, Gets big tentacles, and Holly and Joseph get hurt, and I don't like it. It's not good. It's not good to see. I don't we'll, like we'll to just, see. It. We'll just have to wait till next week to find out what happens. There are a couple of characters where I'm like, okay, probably doomed, probably doomed, probably doomed, but I don't like thinking about it. Who, well, who do you think? I, I mean, the fucking minute I saw Abdul, I'm like, you're not going to make it far. <laughs> I wonder why. Is something about yeah, Abdul I... that uh, something about Muhammad Abdul, the Egyptian man, that makes you think he might be the first one to die in this series? I, you know, it's just a hunch. Uh-huh. Also, just like, Holly's too good for this world, TV mm. tropes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, Joseph's old, you know? And like, mm-hmm. JoJo's, you know, you, can, you can, it's it's unstable when there are too many JoJo's alive at the same time. Mm. And, but, it, but like... Judging from, like, the two previous seasons, it's kind of been, like, a bunch of side people die, and then one kind of main character. Like, so far, they've both been Zeppelis, so... Yeah, that's, and that's you know I was gonna do I was gonna do a joke where it's like oh I can't wait for like Caesar Speedwagon the son of Speedwagon to show up but Speedwagon never Sp- fucked. Speedwagon never fucked canonical never fucked Speedwagon's gone. Uh, uh you want to do questions? I have a question. How can you tell people to start the show at this point? <laughs> what? Like how can not not you? This is a broad you. Like oh. how can people say, "Oh, just skip the first two and start oh, with Stardust yeah. Crusaders"? I how can you say that? It's it's. I know. Like I agree, but people are like, "Whatever." That's when stands are, and stands are like the main thing of JoJo, and that's when everything happens. Like that really. Yeah, like, I guess if you want to get the memes for, but even a fucking roundabout, like what? Yeah, if you start now, you miss the entire roundabout meme. Like, and how, like how many breads have you eaten in Ri and a lot of good stuff. Yeah. And, and part two is, like, actually one of the best parts. So, like... You miss Speedwagon! It's, it's more about, like, consuming content than actually, like, enjoying it. Yeah. In in my brain genius opinion. Yeah, you need a certain level of intelligence to enjoy Phantom Blood. Uh, I, I don't like our questions part for this one, because I never remember. It's yare-yare-boys.tumblr.com or yare-yare-boys at gmail.com. Um, first question this week comes in from Tumblr user Mike Dawson, who asked, Joseph is 69 in part three. Nice. Nice. Do you think his good looks have anything to do with his age being the sex number? Of course. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, he, it's, it has to be the hormone energy that's, like, keeping him... No, yeah, and that's also why, like, that's, I mean, that's, uh, like, the Joestar family is, like, that's why, like, Lisa Lisa looks, like, looks so good at 50. Mm-hmm. But Holly's and Holly's forty five and she looks pretty good. She looks pretty good. She's she's la- she's aging like a fine Lisa Lisa. I don't even remember her real name. I'm on coach. Her name was like Alexandra or something, or like Elizabeth or something like that. Yeah, um, it's, it's fine. Uh, next uh, next question comes in from. This is going to be fun to read. This one, Pokemon Platinum version asked a question. This one says, "What if Jonathan died and his body was stolen by Dio and he was forced to fight his own great grandson?" <laughs> That's literally the plot. Like, that's so good. It's it's good to think about. This is what if like what if Brooks and Eddie wrote Game of Thrones is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, <laughs> and it, like Jonathan is actually forced to fight his own grandson. Yeah, it's really like it's some fucking cosmic horror, bad to think about shit. Yeah, but I mean, good for us to think about. It's great to think about, but also like Jonathan Joestar's in the second place right now. Yeah, he he really is. Uh. Next question comes from friend of the show, Fuck Warlock, on Tumblr. This one says, Jotaro Kushjo. Now that I like. That, that's... 
That's a, that's a JoJo I can see myself getting into. I can really stick my te- teeth into that ass. I also do like in that in this episode they like some fucking like superintendent or some shit is explaining. They call him JoJo because of the Joe and Jotaro and the Joe and Cujo. Cujo. And the other guy's like, "That's dumb." <laughs> it was good. Uh, hey, Tumblr user Night Zoned, friend of the show. Asked a question. Joseph Joestar is dead and was replaced by a lookalike. A conspiracy theory thread. One out of 473. Nice. Yep. Uh, I, I see kind well, of... We set... I, I feel like we set kind of a theme for these questions. Because we're getting a bunch of these that... Are, okay, what were you going to say? I was going to say that uh, there's sort of a mysterious ruby being worn around Joseph's neck. Oh, uh, he could be glamoured. And maybe he's actually old. <laughs> He's actually 155 years old, but he glamoured himself to look 69. The week. The weirdest part about this episode is when it ends, and and jo- Joseph Joestar demands that he takes off his own pants, and then he has a very old dick, and it never comes up again. <laughs> I don't understand why this episode, when it zoomed in on the weird thing that was on Kakyoin's head, and then it zoomed out, and he had a very old face, because it never <laughs> comes up again. I don't know why they. It never comes up again. Never comes up again. Don't know why they they chose that. Um. Uh, next question comes from official artist of the show, Wyatt Weekend Teeth. This one says, BNHA, Bo knows his our adventure. Yeah. Why not? Yeah? Yeah, sure. Um, I was talking to um, theater kids last night about anime, which is a great conversation to have. That is what, that's one of those sentences that got worse the more you got into uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And, um... And I got to pretend only from like osmosis, from like having a, a fan base of enti- of like nerds and and just just awful human beings mm-hmm. um, who watched the anime Japanimation. And I got to pretend that I watch anime other than JoJo. Oh, you said, oh, and you I got said, to be like, oh, do you guys watch Boku no Hero Academia? And everybody was like, whoa, that's so cool that he said it, and he didn't <laughs> say My Hero Academia or whatever. And wow, then, and, so then cool. and everyone started clapping. Yeah, and then but my then stand, they, they, the bald eagle. And then they said, who's your favorite student in the class? And you said, oh, I gotta go. I said, I said he's he got a lot of genes, and his name is All Might, and those are the two characters I know. <laughs> yeah, then they're the same guy. Are they? No. <laughs> okay. But when All Might puts on his genes, then I don't know. Then he's all genes. All genes is different from best genus. All genes it's is, so obvious. Is, it was right all, in front of me all along. All genes is quantity over quality. And then I was like, y'all watch Teen Titans? And they were like, yeah! <laughs> yeah. When they Beast travel, Boy. you know <laughs> It was an awesome conversation. Um, last question this week comes in from Tom Dirge's Siberian Pine, who asks, It's my first episode with subs after watching the dub so far. And Jesus, how do you do this? Every time I look at my phone, I miss a line. Anyway, Jotaro calls his mom a bitch and then shoots himself in the head. What an edgelord. I love him already. Yeah. I mean, he did try to kill himself within the first ten minutes of the he show. <laughs> but, like, I, I guess he knew, like, his evil spirit would stop it, so. Yeah, he claimed to be possessed by an evil spirit and lived anyway. Mm-hmm. And I've I've always, like, I've, the only times I've watched the dub is, like, a funny line on, like, a YouTube clip because the guy does the accent bad or something. Yeah, so. I mean, like, if you watch the, the subs, it counts as reading. I think there is... Um, a dub of at least the first part of Stardust Crusaders. Nice. I think it aired on, like, Adult Swim or something. Like, I don't know if Crunchyroll has the option to switch, but I think they at least started that. So after this, it's basically only sub? Only, yeah. Sub, huh. and then to part four, and then the rest hasn't been made yet. Hopefully by the... I feel like by the time we finish this, part five of anime has to at least be announced. Like, I have no reason to think they wouldn't do it. Because they've all been so successful so far, but I don't know. Yeah, I want to wa- I want to see it. Part five is like a really weird in terms of like the reception. It's really weird because for like it came out like a long, long time ago, and it only recently was it finally translated into English. Well, like within the last four months or something. So, I don't know. What I if like it's it. like? I mean, what if it's like season five, baby, and it's where they start to go off book, go off, off manga, book, off, yeah, off the Shonen Jump. Yeah, it's good. Nope, hit my mic. Uh, yeah, that's that's the episode. That's the episode. Thanks, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, Kim. You're welcome. Thanks for listening, Kim. Big JoJo fan. Oh uh, yeah, that's a sign. Is that a sign? Any, any uh, like closing? Any 
stuff any uh i don't know i kind of i was gonna say i miss joseph but he's here he's here he's just he's there he's just different he's more mature now he's more racist but he has fewer nazi friends yeah it's it's all about balance thank you for listening yeah thanks for listening i was just thinking about how um stroheim died and it was good stroheim canonically died in the battle of stalingrad yeah which you need to know the next time you go on cash cab yeah <laughs> sonic the hedgehog sonic the hedgehog um teens goodbye jojo yeah yaddy yaddy bye thank you bye